0: The so we're on page 195, the second column. The line starts tighter. It's like 15, 20 lines from the bottom. The line starts tighter. Misper. Line starts tighter. So the Nakuda, the point, That we discussed in the previous year, in this Maimer Chayav Inish Lubusumavaporia. The Possach says by Shloima, Hamelech, Vayedaber, Shloishas, Alofim, Mashal, It doesn't mean that he had three, he had a repertoire of three thousand stories, three thousand, Mishalim, three thousand parables. But rather, Every Indian in Torah, on every Indian in Torah, he had 3,000 mashallah Every theme, any Shia had 3,000 mashallah by definition. Why? Because the Chachma, the wisdom of Shlomo, was so deep that he understood something and he could trace it then back 3,000 levels, which is an incredible, incredible idea. the originality of it. (laughs) In other words, any any theme had 3,000 Meshallam by definition because he understood it so profoundly that he understood how it can be articulated on 3,000 different levels. A person, you understand the Svara, this one understands it better, this one understands it less. What he saw, the reality, he could now trace it back, divest it from this Levush, and to, and express it in yet a deeper way. And then do that 3,000 times. And each time is a mushal, the one above it. So even though you're explaining something, it's an idea, when you reach number two, the higher level, the first one was a muscle. It was a stepping stone, but it was like a parable. It was like a metaphor. And then number two is the nimshal. But yet, he can now go up to number three in climbing this ladder and suddenly two is a marshal the nimshal of yesterday became the marshal of today because the nimshal is so much higher and the nimshal of today tomorrow becomes a marshal because the nimshal is so much higher and this is 3000 times and each one becomes a marshal even though yesterday it was a nimshal or a few moments earlier it was a nimshal and i can give an example there's there's the Torah the you have in Elam you have the Torah in Gan Eden Atacht, and you have Torah in Gan Eden Al-Yin. it's the same Torah but one is a mushal Nimshal or to put it in different words as he expresses it in another Mimer the same Torah that the the Chachma was so deep of Shlema that he needed 3,000 Mashalim in order to convey it the same concept he needed 3,000 Mishalim because he sought the way it is in its core but nobody would understand it. So he needed a marshal to dress it up, which is what a marshal does. Packages it, addresses it up. But that marshal was number 3,000 and number 2,999. 9, 9. Nobody's getting it. So the marshal needed a marshal. But that marshal that was given for the marshal also needed a marshal. Because it was still a nimshal. It would still suit too deep. So he dressed it up marshal after marshal and he can bring it down 3,000 madregas. Until finally, people, the simple folk, can understand Marshall number one, which allowed them to understand Marshall two, three, four, five, six. I'm not going to go through three thousand numbers now, but you get the point. Until they can understand Marshall two nine nine nine, and finally Marshall three thousand. Ah, At kedekach. How far does this go? She says, "Ube emes ya blee kates." If you want to know the truth, 3,000 is not really the number. <laughs> it's a nice number, but it's not really the number. Atah Kaddish, v'shimcha the Gemara says in Eriven, like we learned, Call makram shanemar, netzach selah v'ad, wherever it says netzach, selah v'ad, ain't le'yhefzik aylamas. There's no hefzik, u'kadoshim b'chalyom, yehalilu cha selah, selah means forever, the praise is forever. What does it mean? Because every level is ultimately a marshal for a higher level, and it's infinite, it's endless. Because it comes from the it's, it's Ain inside it comes from the Ain So there's never ah, this is it. This is it relative to yesterday. This is it relative to tomorrow. This is just a stepping stone. It's a marshal. In halacha, we 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 mention Yitzchias Mitzrayim every day. So the pshat is. The Balatanya says it's not pshat, we mention it every day. No, it's an experience every day. Meaning yesterday's redemption is today's mitzrayim. What do you mean? Yesterday I broke out of the barriers. I have this awareness, this 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 epiphany, this clarity. I'm out of mitzrayim. MS. Celebrate. But is. <laughs> Tomorrow you got to go out for Mitzrayim again. It's not a discouraging idea. Some people say, I'm always in Mitzrayim. No, no, it's a very encouraging idea because the heartbeat of life never stops. For today it's a redemption, but for tomorrow it's a gullus. Yeah. Because today's ge'ula becomes tomorrow's trap. That's how it is. Today's ge'ula, today's redemption becomes tomorrow's gullus. So tomorrow I need a new Mitzrayim. If I want to rely on yesterday's Mitzrayim, on yesterday's Gula, it's not good because for today, for today where life grows and I grow and, and consciousness expands and there's, there's more awareness, God is inviting me to a deeper Yetzias Mitzrayim. And if I want to hold on to the old Yetzias Mitzrayim, I'm holding on to an old relic, a fossil that has been mummified. Pun intended, talking about Egypt. Okay, it's too early in the morning for that. <laughs> they just mummified this. So the same is true in Selah. <speaking in Hebrew> the halalucha, what's halalucha? Halucha literally means praise, but it's appreciation. The we use, always translate as they, they'll praise you forever. In other words, the appreciation will never stop. <laughs> they always say, that in a relationship, what's the sign that it's a good relationship? Talk about mashallah. What's the sign, yeah? You never think you have your spouse figured out. Can anybody say that about themselves? The moment you, what do you mean, you're married 40 years, what do you mean you don't have it figured out? You had it figured out, you have Russo you figured out in a week. And your wife, you didn't figure out after 30 years. The moment you figured somebody out completely, yeah, it's already, uh, it's, that's downhill. No, I'm not saying that everything about your spouse is ain't safe. I'm just giving, <laughs> I'm just giving a marshal. The marshal is, there's always inquisitiveness. If you could remain curious, is this true that Marshal Zev, you're a marriage therapist. It's true what I'm saying. Huh? To remain curious, right? And the reason, it's not a fake game, remain curious even though you're not, it's, it, it, it's about earnestness. To really to really know that there is that which is beyond me, even though we've been around for years, and I know the habits, and I know the idiosyncrasies about the husband, and it goes both ways. And I know the Meshach and I know... Every, what do you mean I don't know? I know everything. I know the food this person likes, and if they want the window shades closed, they like the light open, they like the light... And the, all the details that only couples know about each other, nobody else knows. Unless you're sibling, you sibling, you also know you're sibling. But the truth is that this is this is a very, very profound truth in life. It's the the fact that you remain curious and inquisitive that keeps a relationship uh, fresh and it allows it to grow. You're still surprised. Can you still be surprised? Can you still be surprised or not? Huh? Huh? Rabbi Litzman says yes. Okay. Fifty years, he says yes. Ah, Forty-seven, and he also says yes. What about the people who are married one year? They already know everything, no? (laughs) The Malbim says, the Malbim writes in Tehillim, So literally it means, From generation to generation they'll praise your deeds. But he says that's not really the translation. Yeshabach and halacha, you have it in Babakam and a lot of other places called Shevach, Uman Beshevach Or if it's, it's, it's means when something becomes better. Ah, huh? Yeah, something becomes better. In Halacha, Shvach is the market goes up, the price increases, whatever the, the circumstances are. It says, Not that we praise your Maiseh. Every generation, Yeshabach Masacha, we get to appreciate much more the brilliance, the dazzling wisdom, the intricacies of Masacha. Till the 1950s, when they didn't know about DNA, they thought a cell was more or less simple. It's like a (laughs) cholent—you throw in a couple of beans, a couple of potatoes, you have a cell. Today's already a derechet even by atheists. You talk about a cell. How did it happen? It's already not so simple. They'll say we don't understand, but they had to say we don't understand. And every, literally every day, There's a shvach. There's a whole different appreciation. It's like the price goes up. It's like wow, Masecha. So selah means Every day there's an appreciation. Praise comes from an appreciation that I didn't have yesterday. And how far does it go? He says Selah. Selah means. Again, from the Gamoran area of Inundalit, Ainloy Hafsik. So three thousand is a good beginning, but it's Ainloy hafsek. Vizzawa, this is Pshat, Vilisvunasa Ain misper. This is everybody knows the Pasak in Teilam. We say it every morning in Psukhi de Zimra, Fumk Tihilim Kufmam Zayan. Villisvunasi Ain misper. what does it mean? His tvuna, his wisdom, ain misper does not have a number. And the question, of course, is, like always, he bavorens questions when he says it. What, he found a Pesuk that God's... There's a lot of psukim that speak about God's... Uh, we say it in Asher already before. Why does he bring misper? If a person knows a few Pesukims, they bring a psukim. A person has the whole Tanakh in front of them. Mamish, You have to know why they bring a Pesuk. He's bringing this Pesuk because this Pesuk brings out the point. What's the connection between wisdom and numbers? His wisdom ain't misper. You could say the depth of the wisdom is endless, like 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 like. He wants to bring out no. There's no number. Why would we think that his has numbers? Ah, huh? oh, This is the pshat. Ain't misper is bringing out. Don't think Schloyma Melech. we said there was a number of three thousand, three thousand numbers, three thousand levels in which to understand Torah. The truth is ain't Mishpar to the levels that there are in Hasaga Satan the comprehension of Torah. Why? Because it's ain't so it's ain't cats So three thousand is just terrifying, visible no? just took that as an arbitrary number? No, for Schloima it was Taka three thousand. Yeah. Yeah. This is not minimizing the thousandths. How many people can even do two levels? Yeah, right? Remember, 3,000, you're going... It's not just explaining it better. It's a different state of consciousness. To give an example for this, <laughs> a muscle. But the muscle here is actually part of the nimshel. You'll see what I mean. I think I spoke about this a few times. I'm just, just going to give just an illustration... To be able to be tough is at least one aspect of what the Balatanya is teaching us. In Shas, in Gemara, in Mishnah, you have thousands and thousands and thousands of mechleikas. People are always debating. The Tanayim that may right, Whether it's Abaya and Rava, whether it's Rav and Shmuel, whether it's Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef whether it's Rebbe Yehuda and Reb Meir, Reb Shimon and Reb man, those of you who grew up with Mishnah and Gemana, you know, this is the meat and potato of Teresh HaBalpa. Be'i and Be'is Hillel. and Hillel themselves argued, three makhlagas, and Be'i and Be'is Hillel, more than 300 arguments in Shas, about every conceivable topic. You're talking about the Tanoim, you're talking about the Merayim for hundreds of years, and this continues throughout generations until today. The Ga'inim argued, and the Rishainim argued, and the Kharainim argued. And, but it's, it's essential to, uh, to Teresh about, to Teresh about. Most people, when they look at the arguments, yeah, the Gemara will often discuss, what was the logic of this, what was the logic of this one, and they'll say, he had a possek, and the other one, oh, he interprets the possek this way. And he, uh, he has a different possek for that, and he interprets it this way. Okay, and he didn't know of the other person's but he did. Ultimately, you'll get... So why are they arguing? They're arguing. There's two ways of looking at it. Sometimes it'll be from apostolic. Sometimes it'll be two ideas, two svaras. Everybody knows. You have arguments with people. You look at it this way. I look at it this way. I've been in a business. You can have two people in a company. Yeah, there's a problem. This one has this solution. This one has this solution. Why? They can listen to the other solution, but it has to do with my personality, my characteristics, my disposition, my traumas, if you go to your therapist, my issues, my... This is how I look at it. What do you want? Husbands and wives have arguments, yeah? What are you doing for the Purim Suda? Anybody? Huh? <laughs> that was the Shalavai uh, solution. <laughs> what are you doing for Pesach? People have arguments. Where are we sending our kids to school? What is that based on? What is it based on? A Pusach? <laughs> you found the Pusach? She found the Pusach. It has to do with a lot of stuff. It has to do with your upbringing. It has to do with what type of school you went to. It has to do with what you see for your children. It has to do with so many different elements. So when we read a machleikas in Gemara, a machleptim b'shameh uh, and Well, An example. This is at the end of the whole shah. Some of you, some people made a Siyam HaShah not long ago, but this is in Mishnaya's, Uqtza. Shameh and b'shil, before the Gemara says, it's not... <coughs> It's um it's already quoted in Mishnaias. So Machlikas at the end of Mishnayas, Uktsin, Dagim, Tummah. From when do fish are fish susceptible to tummah? Generally the klal is that food is a substance that could become tummeh. Yeah. If somebody touches a dead weasel and then he touches a piece of food, a piece of challah, the food is tummeh. If the challah is truma, if it was holy challah, the kohen is not allowed to eat it. He has to burn it. It's a serious thing. Until I go to the mikveh, if I touch the sheretz, I go to the mikveh. If I touch the challah, it's just tummy. When 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 animals are alive or fish are alive, there's no tumah. on a living animal. The only one who could be tummy when he's alive is a person. An animal can never be tummy when they're alive. Complementary of an animal. When he's alive, there's no tumma. When the animal dies, they kibitum. So the question is, when do dog him, Machloik is beshamay and Beshamay says, The moment you get them into the net. The fisherman gets them into the net, they're makabultum. If somebody's tummy touches them, they're tummy, the fish are tummy. Now you're gonna put, you're going to put the fish you're going to mix it with 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 challah, which is true but the client can't eat it whatever the ramifications are but it's a serious ramification Hillel says no you have to wait till the fish die it could take a few minutes or a few seconds what's the argument what's the argument they have another malacus I'm just giving an example a they have a malacus You ever went to a beehive? Anybody ever went into a beehive? you dressed up, huh? You ever see what bees do in a beehive? They create honeycombs. It's brilliant. They bring nectar from your garden. That's why they hang out in your garden in the spring. They bring nectar. They create honey. And they fill up the honey. They create combs. They do this all on their own. They create like combs, honeycombs, like vessels, yeah? And they fill it up with honey, and then they create a lid to cover it. It's fully packaged. They they don't uh, they do everything, huh? They create, they prepare, they design, they package, ready for delivery. You come into the the, the beehive, it's fascinating. It's called Khalois Dvash, honey combs. Literally like, like combs. When are they considered a liquid? Because for the bees it's food. when is it considered? <coughs> Dvash, honey is one of the seven liquids. When is it considered something that goes to the Balabas? It's his, it's his it's his liquid. So the answer is, Beishamai says, Mishayaharer. When he decides, I'm going into the beehive and I'm taking the honey. Another gear says, Mishayaharcher. Which means when he starts fighting with the bees, like Misharcheriv. How do you fight the bees? You smoke the beehive. He brings in smoke and they, they fly away and he takes... And when he actually crushes it, when he actually crushes it up, takes it away, that's when he uh, that's when it becomes Tamey as a mashka. Okay. Amachloikas. and argue about The first night you light eight candles. According to Bishamah, according to Basil, the first night you light one candle. Another argument, from hundreds of arguments. At the at the first mission of the whole Shas, Rabbi Lezer, who was from Talmud Bishamai, Shamuti was Talmud he says you can only read Krishna at Shmura At night you could read Krishna, you divide the night into four three sections, and you can only read it till the first section. You can't even read it till midnight. Chachamim <laughs> say you could read it till chatzais, till midnight, which is the halacha. He says, no, much earlier, you divide the nine into three sections, you have a little bit into the night, and then you can't read Krishna anymore. So if you didn't do Mairiv, if you didn't do Krishna, fa a Chachamim say you could do till chatzais, but the Yavid you could do at sheya la shachar, till dawn break. But Rebbe says, at seyif ha So the Gemara says, why? beshachbacha It says you have to read Krishna beshachbacha What's beshachbacha When you're laying, when you're sleeping, yeah. So the Chachamim say it means as long as people sleep. It means a whole night. Till dawn you could read. The Chachamim didn't want you should read after midnight so people shouldn't delay it and then miss, miss it. You go to sleep 10 o'clock at night, you're tired, you didn't do Krishna yet, you'll wake up 7 in the morning, you missed it. So they said, but B'shach B'cham means as long as you're sleeping. The Balaza says no, B'shach B'cham means when you go to sleep. <laughs> B'shachah doesn't mean when you sleep. <laughs> when you go to sleep, you don't go to sleep a whole night. Okay, you didn't know about Muncie and uh, and Borough Park and this. Fine. They used to go to sleep at night. You woke up in the morning, you went to sleep at night. B'Shach B'chav means when you go to sleep. Okay, fine. It's an argument. B'Shach B'chav means when you sleep. It means when you go to sleep. There's hundreds of arguments like this. I just gave a few examples that people learn their whole life. Are they connected? They don't seem connected. But if you go, if you could go a step deeper, as Akrainim do, then you could see all these and are really a mushal. They're a mushal. There's a nimshal here, <laughs> meaning there's a theme that's being conveyed. There's a theme which Beisham I had in life. Yes, it's conveyed in fish and in Hanukkah candles and in Krishna and in beehives. And here is something else that's unique. The further you go away from the nimshal, the more fragmentation. The closer you go to the nimshal, all the fragmentation ceases and it becomes unified. Why? Because when you abstract it from its concrete incarnation and you get back to the nekuda, so suddenly you could see that things that seem so different, they seem different because of the way they're manifested. But in the Nakuda they become closer. And the same is true on, on every single level. A guy once came to a business coach, and he said, I have a lot, a lot of problems. He says, what's the problem? He says, I can't pay tuition. I can't pay my mortgage. I can't pay for food for Shabbos. I can't fix the house. I can't take my kids away for the summer. I can't pay for Pesach. I can't marry off my daughter. I can't make a bris for my grandson. I can't afford the Shalom zachar. Yeah. I can't pay back my credit cards, and I can't pay the loans that I took from four people two years ago. And I'm just fragmented. My 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 whole head is in a thousand different places, and I'm stressed. So the guy sits with him, and he goes through everything. So he says, uh, what's advice? He says, let's put it this way. You basically are in debt, $320,000. And it. said, now you owe me the money, whatever you paid him, $1,000. He says, where'd you help me? He says, you came in here, you had a hundred problems. I gave you one problem, $320,000. It's one problem. You don't have any more hundred problems. Tuition, a mortgage, a teacher. $320,000 settles it. Yeah, For many problems, I made, I made one problem. Consolidation. <laughs> huh? Consolidation. It's a bad muscle. <laughs> uh, but th- th- the deeper you go from the muscle to the nimshal, there's always more, more, more and more unity. What are B'Shamay and B'Shilo really arguing about? They have a shita. B'Shamay, in every, in every situation in life, you always have to ask the question, does Halacha recognize more koyach or poil? Potentiality or actualization? What do we focus on more? Potential or actualization? In every area in life, if you're opening a business or you're opening a you say, do you see this person? The potential is amazing. Actualization needs help. Yeah. Or another person, you see what you get, you get what you see, the payol is clear. The kayach, you don't know about the kayach. In a shidduch, what do you look at? Do you look at reality, the reality that you see, or do you look at potential? In any area in life. Bishamai had a shitta. That potential is much more is much more uh, reality in terms of halacha. Beis not. So the first night of Hanukkah, the Gemara says, Beis says, The first night has in potentiality eight days, so you light eight candles. The second night, you only have the potential for seven days, so you light seven candles. The last night in Kayach, there's only one. And it has to do also with the event, because when the oil increased, it only had enough amount, it was only enough oil to burn for one day, its power increased eightfold, so now it could burn for eight days. So the first night of Hanukkah, the oil had the potential to burn for eight days. The second night it only had potential to burn for seven days. So Basilil says, "Bhami says seven candles." But what burnt? The first night, I only saw one, one, one set of menorah burning, one night, so it's one, two. Ooh, the miracle was already two days. When I catch the fish in the net, it's going to die, but it didn't die yet. Beishele says, I'm sorry, it's not dead. As the great Kabbalist said, it's not over till it's over. Besh- says, no, you're getting nitty-gritty the, the, Pot- the is there. That's where it's destined. When a person goes to sleep, when a person goes to sleep, you know the feeling. You go to sleep, it's, 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 it's the sleep in potentiality. Yeah, you have to play it out. So for Bishamah, Rebelezer his Talmud, Bishach, means when you go to sleep. B'cham says no. The Chachamim held back B'cham. They argued with Rebelezer. It was the shit of B'cham. They say... you have to sleep. Krishna is when you're sleeping, not when you go to sleep. But there's another machlaikas between them. M'chleikah B'Shamay says, Would have been much better for people not to be created than to be created. silo says it's much better to be created. What type of machlaikas is this? And they argued for two and a half years. <laughs> two and the Gemara you'd give Gimel they argued for two and a half years if it's better to be created or not created. Real Jewish argument, huh? Huh? Better not to be created. <laughs> you didn't know that? Noyach <laughs> loyshal. Usually halacha is like bissilul, but here it's like noyach loyladum. <laughs> and the Gemara says, shenivra." <laughs> Once you were created, try to do something good with your life. <laughs> try to do something normal with your life the Balatanya asks him and says, Hashem creates a world and B'Shamay says by the way God we disagree I was yesterday after the year I went for a convention for Russian Jews that had a Shabbaton in Connecticut so they had a question and answer session so a woman got up and says so there was a rabbi sitting near me Big rabbi, so, so he says, "What's the Jewish opinion on the coronavirus?" So he says, "We're against it." Okay, classic Jewish answer. We 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 voted that we're not pro. We're not supporting the coronavirus. God says, "I created a world six times." I so he saw everything is good. But Shammai says, "I have a different opinion." I say no. I grew up in my neighbor. There was an old shik. His name was Almond the shik, A real, real shik. But a smart Jew. So he once tells me, he says, My philosophy in life is the first Rashi and Chumash. What does Rashi say? <laughs> Mistake. No need. <laughs> Actually has a continuous sentence. Tzarech, haskeh, Yitzchuk, Sorry, this was really unnecessary. And a, a Jew who was a shikha for fifty years, he was taifasat. <laughs> it didn't come, it wasn't a vetel. it wasn't Psashala Shuddh's vetel. yeah? It was from the Kishkis. this was really unnecessary. In Kha Giga, you'd base says heaven preceded earth. Baisilu says, "Earth precedes heaven," and they each of Obraya. Bais Bais Shama What are you arguing with a pasuk? And Baisilu says, "Look further." Eila told us Ashemayim B'arid. B'yoy Ma'asoy Sashemal Kim Eretz Mishemayim. So they each found the pasuk. No, so now they have a whole a whole debate. What does it mean? Heaven came before earth. What does it mean? He created heaven, and then a year later, he created earth. Earth. What does it mean even mean time? Was an issue in time? And they have to argue about everything. Adam <laughs> Nivra is saying something very deep. It's saying is that the purpose of life is for a person to get to the place of loinivra much more than nivra. Bria Atavarasa. Briya is already a stage of identity. Shama, who believes in the Bekoyach, is always looking for the for the Loy Nivra much more than the Nivra. He takes it back and back and back until the point of Loy Nivra, where you can go out even of the identity of Bria. Of course, heaven precedes earth. What does it mean heaven precedes earth? The ultimate of earth is, heaven is the Ruchni of everything, and Eretz is the Gashmi of everything. And one precedes the other in Maila, in Chshivas. The Koyach precedes the Poyal, and Becilal says no. Eretz, Shamayim. The Tachlus is the Bepoil. The Tachlus is the Bria. There is the art of stripping everything from its, from its Levushim and to get back to its core of Bekoiach. And then there is taking a look at the world and saying, a cigar is only a cigar. It's, 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 it's really recognizing actuality of the world. And, and which, which one is true? <laughs> They're both very, very true. You know, in this class, the word therapy comes up a lot. For whatever reason, I'm not gonna psychoanalyze now the Magachir, why the word therapy comes up a lot. But it does, right? Everybody knows that. However you define therapy, but one thing is true. Sure, it's about awareness. It's about trying to figure out what is happening inside of you. But as uh, as a famous marshal, <laughs> credit to the doctor who sent it to me from a professor in Columbia University. If you want to go to the doctor because you have a problem, and they take an X-ray, everybody knows that the X-ray is going to reveal a much deeper, uh, authentic side of what is happening inside. than you're just your physical body, which doesn't display what is going on inside. So the X-ray is the Pneumius, the body is the Chitzayinius. And yet, I still never found anybody. You walk into their house, and in the living room or the dining room, there's pictures of all the X-rays of the kids. Right? You have six kids, ten kids, and an X-ray, and your mother, an X-ray of your mother, and your father, and your Baba, and your elder Baba, from when they started X-rays. 1904, I don't know when. Uh, why not? Put an x-ray. It's the real thing. What, the nose is real. This face is real. They're smiling. Hey, goodness. An x-ray. Better an MRI. <laughs> Let's see what's happening. Put the dentist. What do you have people smiling? Take your dentist records, yeah? D- dental records. Put it on. You see the real insides, yeah? The real teeth in this. That's where you see a kid. That's where you should have. I still never saw a house do it. <laughs> why not? Why not? It's true that the x-ray is much more real. But the x-ray is not the person. <laughs> In order to be able to heal the person, I need an x-ray, MS. But the x-ray is not a person. Therapy is not a person. Therapists who try to keep patients there for 25 years are doing an injustice to humanity. It's like the doctor who says, let's just do x-rays. Every morning you wake up, x-ray! You don't live in your yeah, X-rays are true, more true than anything else. But the point of the X-ray is to heal you. The point of therapy is not to sit in therapy a whole day and talk about how miserable your life is. That's not where life happens. Beis says life happens in toil. Do you, do you need to go to the penemis? Of course you have to. That's the last person in Kehilas. Soiv ha'kel of in actuality, that's where life happens. You put a picture on the wall, yes, it's the real picture. <laughs> What's the point here? The point here is yeah. when you take the machlaikas in the Bishamay Basila on the surface, it's one argument. When you took it you look at the Nukud of Kaya what does Tayda recognize more potentiality or actualization suddenly? There are dozens, maybe maybe much more than dozens of arguments that all converge into one. Why? Because I went from the concrete to the abstract. But koyach and payl, you can go back, 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 all the way to the point of loy nivra and nivra. If the tachos of life is to come to a place of loy nivra, in other words, I look deeper, deeper, deeper into potential, and that's based Shammai, and the Arizal says, la is like Because when Mashiach comes, you could live by your x-rays. <laughs> Meaning, the, the pile could become a manifestation of the kayach. Today, it's, it's, it drive a person crazy. You have to be able to step away and say the main thing is the world of pile. To expect that your whole potential should be a clear, clean x-ray. And that's what you judge a person. That's not, today that's not the halacha. You understand? Are you following me or this is a little la? You have to live in the world of loy nivra. <laughs> you have to, you have to align the world with the place of loy nivra, which the place that's, that's, that's pre-bria. I remember once I was a bacher, and there was a fabrengen. And the Lubavitcher Rebbe was, was giving a a Rambam. It was a Rambam and Hilchis Niske Momin. Babakama. And there's a case over there of a Sher Tam and a Sher Hamuad. A bull gores three times, you pay Chatzin After three times, it's a Sher Hamuad. It's prone to destruction. And if you didn't guard it, you're guilty. You have to pay Nezek Shalom. It kills another bull. It is full price. There's no such a thing. It happened. It was a mistake. My puppy is cute. And suddenly it attacked. My, your puppy is not cute. He's a German shepherd. <laughs> and you didn't, you didn't lock him up. You didn't tie him up. You have to pay all the damages. You remember in Connecticut, the chimpanzee a few years ago that went crazy. Yeah. So the Gemara asked him about the Mishnah. How can a Sher ever go back to being a Sher Tam? Do you repay, regain your innocence? So he says, yeah, if, if you train it and you see three days in a row in different, he discusses the situations in the old circumstances, the Sher is domesticated and calm. obviously, he went back, he was angry, he was aggressive, and you know, the riddle helped. But then, Chazal saying, the quotes it, there's one more, one, one, one more derech. If I sell the animal, or I give it as a gift, I sell it to you. Nothing. It was a muad. It was prone to. I sell it to you. I give it to you as a gift. Rishus meshana changing the domain of the animal Ch- changes it. It's a short time. Now, if it damages tomorrow under your watch, chatzin You have three times. The so, struggle with this. I don't understand. You have a wild, crazy, do- wild, not crazy, a wild dog. I give it to you as a gift. I understand if I if I train it, animals can be trained, and it changes its nature. So the mafarshim struggle with it. Mefarshim struggle. So the Rebbe said, the pshat is animals are very sensitive. When they they right away know there's a new owner. <laughs> They feel there's a new owner. They know there's a new sheriff on the block. You remember the first day in yeshiva with a new teacher? You remember that feeling? <laughs> Even if you were a troublemaker last year? You gave him a few hours to test him, right? Then you realized you could, uh, the host of the host bought in, was the The host of men uh, huh? but you gave him a few hours to, to see. He says, the animal, the animal has a hergish. He knows there's a new sheriff on the block. A and therefore you could start everything over. Okay, it was very gishmak. <laughs> but then, almost without skipping a heartbeat, he said, and of course, this halach is really a reflection of how to deal with your nefer Bahamas. Because there's two types of animal souls. There's a shertam and a shermut. There's an animal soul that's a shertam. Meaning, It makes mistakes. Once in a while it goes crazy. (laughs) Starts breaking windows. It's no, people lose it. This is already something else. It's what we call addiction. This, this is, this is what you do. You come in at night and you break windows. You are a goring ox. It's not just that people lose it. People, everyone loses it. Not everyone, but a lot of people lose it. You had a bad day. You have a headache, you have a virus, yeah? Your boss fired you, and they towed your car, right? And the coffee spilled out on your new pants, all in one morning. Ever happens? <laughs> and you get into an argument here in the parking lot, you lose it, you lose it, huh? Well <laughs> HaMu'ed is a different you know. HaMu'ed means... You're already, you're prone to destruction. This is, you didn't lose it. This is your, when you're, when you're in a good place, you lost it. This is your time. How do you deal with it? So he said, in halacha, there's two ways. One way is you, you retrain yourself. You have to push it, work on yourself. retrain your thoughts and your characteristics and your disposition. And then he said, But here, the Rambam is teaching us is another way. Rishus Mashana. Rishus Mashana. What's that? Rishus moshana. Rishus Mashana is you give away the behemah to God. (laughs) You surrender it to God, and you tell the God and the behemah knows. (laughs) You give over the balabatashkeit of the behemah. You surrender your balabatashkeit and you give it over. Huh? even though you didn't work it through, halacha, it's a different behemah already. Different behemah. And you can explain to him that God recreates the world every moment, Hashem recreates the world every moment, because he recreates the world every moment, so therefore, what says to you are shayramu'ud? Shayramu'ud is an old story, there's a new story now. No, Now, in psychology, it's two different patterns. Today we know it's two different patterns in psychology. And each is valid. And there's a mile in each. There's a mile, of course, in the first one. But you can't always wait for the first one. Everybody knows in addiction, the most important thing is surrender. And it has to be a real thing. It has to be a real thing. I don't have to work everything through. No, what, what is this? Is this like a, a, funny, a funny pshat in the Rambam? No. So that's what he's saying. There's another 3,000 levels. The way Taita is given is every level is a marshal for an imshal. When there's a halacha about a behem, it doesn't start with a behemah. It starts with the nefesh of Bahamas. That's where it starts. Then it evolves into a physical reality of a dog or a chimpanzee or an ox or a, or, or another another animal that you have. I'm giving a marshal for this concept that every Indian in Torah could be understood on a marshal level, on a concrete, which is true and that's where it's halacha, but you could trace it back, right? And see the same thing is really halacha about your own you're reading about yeah? You're reading about an animal, or you're reading about your own issues? Your own animal. If Imagine the whole Shas would be taught this way. Right? Baba Baba and Now you're like, where, what, when? <laughs> I'm saying it right I'll tell you something. There once Edovim kipper Kippur. So, Rebbe was discussing Rambam and Hilchis Kalem. <laughs> it's one of these halachis, you know, people shut down. Clay cheris. You know what clay cheris are? Earthenware vessels. They're made of mud and straw and water. Mud and straw and you bake it in an oven. You ever saw them make earthenware powder? Clay. It's not mekabal tumma on the outside. Only meavire. Only the cavity. So, if it's flat, can't be makabal tumma like a counter. It has to have a toich, a cavity, like a bowl, a goblet, a cup. And the tumma has to go inside, too, too, too much, let's say, a sheretz, right? Or a mace, or anybody. Meavira. it's me'tame me'avir. There's a reason for that, but it's not for now. We once discussed in Abchanina the reason for it. It's a fascinating halacha. It's only me'tame. Even if you don't touch it, but it goes into the ear space, it becomes tamal. If you touch the exterior, it's not tamal if i touch the sherets, and i touch this nothing happens if 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 the sherets is suspended inside even if it doesn't touch the walls the clay cheres is stomach and by the way there's no tire it has to be broken because it's porous it, it goes in so much it ha- you have to dissolve it and then bring it back together and cuz it's earth it's very cheap what's the Havana in this the Havana in this is every keli has value on its own silver gold copper metal as well. Kheres is so cheap, it's mud. So it doesn't have value on its own, it's worthless. What's its value? That it holds on to something. Where is that value? In the airspace. So that, and tum is always commensurate with, is always proportionate with value. So the Ramam has halach, it's a Mishnah and Kalam. What happens if a clay cheris has a clay kibble? It has a cavity, but ain't no also Kabbalah. It wasn't made to absorb. The Kabbalah is just a channel to transmit. For example, a pipe. You have a pipe, a funnel, a pipe, and the pipe is made of earthenware. It's clay. And the pipe's function is to transfer water from one end to the other end. No, and somebody comes who's tame, and he touches the pipe. It should become tame. I said no. me lo'y me lo'y me from why? It's mekabel, it has a cavity. It's not made to be mekabel. It's made to transfer, to give, not to take. A cup is made to take. (laughs) A bowl is made to absorb. Ay, it's mekabel? Okay, so it's a halacha. What Chazal understood, not just it has a cavity. The cavity has to be one that it's made to have a cavity, meaning it's made because it wants to absorb. It was Yom Kippur. <laughs> and the Rebbe says this halacha, and he starts crying. I never heard anybody say a halacha about Clay Harris and starts crying. It's a very not emotional halacha. And he was quoting the Ramam, and he yeah. says, And he's crying. Mama's like sobbing. I couldn't understand. I know he was one with Torah, but I'm such a halacha, man. Where's the emotion? Explain to me what's so emotional about a clay cheris. Most people shut down. Even if you have a havana in Tuma and okay, it's not a It's actually a good halacha. It's not a But then when he finished, he started to explain the halach, and then I understood. He said that the Torah describes a person as a clay cheris. Afar min dama. A person is made of offer. A person is a clay cheris. You would think, you would think that if it's a clay cheris that doesn't have a room to absorb anything for itself, it's not makabal tumah. Because there's no selfishness there. What we call bitl. But if a clay cheris has a big keli for Kabbalah, it's synonymous with tumah comes the halacha and says, no. No. Even if it's mekabal, everything. But it wasn't made l'kabala. The purpose of its creation was not to be mekabal, but to be a conduit. There's no tuma. And he says, and there's a p'sak in Torah and Kiddushin, ani nevresi l'shamr sheskaini. What was a person made for? to be a a, a pipe. You're a pipe. You're a channel. You're a seamless conduit. So he says, so a Jew, a person, can absorb everything. (laughs) But because he's not it was made to be a conduit, an embodiment of, of the divine energy to flow through him. So Psag din in Torah is he's not shayich to be mekabal Tumach. Not min a Torah, not even medir Abona. The concept of Tumach is not shayich by such a person. And it was Erev of Yom Kippur, was right before Yom Kippur, so I understood why he was so emotional, because it was right before Yom Kippur. He said, Ayid is not shayich to Saint Tumach. And then I'm like, wow, so you're looking at Allah Rambam about pipes, right, which generally when I hear the word pipe, I already shut down unlike some of you, and a pipe from clay and a chadin in but it was really a whole different story, and not different, same story, just the question which level you're talking. Then I do. when he was saying the halach, he was already crying, why? It's a very emotional idea, think of yourself, when was the last time you thought of yourself as a pipe? Huh? As a channel, the, the, the pipe has everything, should have everything, but it's really, it doesn't get stuck. <laughs> the difference between health and not health is not what you have inside if it gets stuck. <laughs> if there's a crevice and it gets stuck. It doesn't get stuck. In other words, who am I? And it's not even who am I, it's what the pipe was made for. So you always have to go according to the one who created it. He said, who created it? He created it. Not, it should be made like so It's not me Before People are makabal tumma and animals are not. Animals are not makabal tumma when they're alive. No, we're not talking about an animal now. We're talking about a clay charis. An earthenware vessel is makabal tumma from the cavity. Ah, the tumma went into the cavity, but it wasn't made to be makabal. It's not makabal tumma. How is this halacha learned in Olam hayatsira, in Olam habriya, in Olam haatzilas? You have to know what's Akeli there, what's Cheres, what's Tuma, what's Tara. But it's the same halacha. Shloimah HaMelech could take every halacha and explain it on 3,000 different states of consciousness. And each one is a of a and Nimshel. 3,000 states of consciousness. He can explain it. Every halacha, every Machloikas, every Inyan. What's Tuma? Tumah is disalignment. Tumah is dissonance. That's what Tumah is. Impurity, disalignment. Usually, when I have to absorb, there's disalignment. That's where trauma happens. If there's no cavity, so then there's no self before it's When there's a self, it gets complicated. Who am I? Ayeka. That's only if the self was made just to be a self that's detached. But since the goof and the soul of a person wasn't made just to absorb and remain stuck in itself, but to really be a conduit for infinity because that's who we really are. When you're in that mode of consciousness, there's no Tuma. The Rebbe's point was that there's no Tuma, even if you're not in that mode, because that's who you really are. But in terms of consciousness, there is Tuma. Why? The less I feel myself as a clay kibble, the less I feel myself as a, uh, as a transmitter, the more there could be tumma. And that's true. The moment you become a conduit, there's no tumma. <laughs> you know that, right? Huh? The moment I, I, you can have everything. Be big, be powerful, be successful, be rich, be resourceful. Yeah? Be gorgeous, be amazing. But be infinite. <laughs> <laughs> I was created to serve. I was created to serve Hashem. That's who my ani is. That's what my ani really is. That's what it was made for. The, the, this clay cheres was made not lekabala. It was made to to transmit to serve. It serves the, the water should be able to go through it. That's what it was really made for. I struggle with this my whole life because <laughs> I want to be me. I-, I want to find myself. Yeah. Huh? That's what we spoke about, the eight Sadas in Lyse and right? I want to be me. Huh? It's not even a Neva It's because I'm afraid I'm nothing. <laughs> I'm afraid of and I'm nothing, so I have to be something, right? When you're not afraid of being nothing, then you're good. The problem is. The problem is when I'm afraid to be nothing. Ani oisius ayin. Ani, it's a machtedik says. Ani The real ani is ayin. Over there, there's no tumma, There's never tumma. There's no self consciousness. You're a healthy person. It's like the body that doesn't feel itself. When when are you most healthy? When the body doesn't feel it. Why doesn't the body feel it? Because it's a channel. And that's the healthy body. It's a channel. The moment the body starts feeling itself, it's not a channel anymore. You're stuck in the body. Oh, my pinky hurts, my head hurts, my feet hurts, my heart hurts, this hurts, that hurts. There's an infection. There's a virus. (laughs) We're against the virus. We're against self-consciousness of any form, including through a virus. Somebody sent me a clip that somebody came in yesterday to a bank with a mask. You know the mask. So everyone started to panic. Oh, yo, 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 get out. He says, don't worry, I just came to rob the bank. They said, upside down. The Kaya If you go. Huh? When you're alive? No, by a person that could be, but not by an animal. When a person is alive, he can get tummy, of course. An nida, zav, zav. An animal can't get tummy when he's alive. By an animal, there's no tummah. When an animal is alive, it's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. We should it become tummy. When an animal dies, it's already a different Indian. It's nefesh leaves. But when a person is alive, there's tume. Oh, Also interesting. Minhatida, when a person is alive, there's only tuma by a Jew, not by a non-Jew. The Chachamim were gozer tuma also, and Lelios Kizavim. Only by a Jew there's tuma when he's alive. No other, no other creature, not even a gentile. When dead, death yeah, death is tuma. Still, you can't compare the tuma of an animal when it's dead to the tuma of a person when it's dead. Much higher tuma. Tumas mace by a person is much more serious. An animal is dead, there's tumma. Tumas nevela, there's tummas sherets, but you can't compare. But a living creature by animals besides people, there's no tumma ever. It can't get tumma. There's nothing you can do. Only dead by a person. There's no tumma. Only when the sherets dies. All animals that way. A kosher animal, when it's shechted, is b'chal no tume, even when it's dead. But uh, other animals, or if it's not, if it's an availed, it's tumma, but only when it's dead. So it was just like, uh, but kalem could become tumeh. Food gets tumeh. Mash, liquid gets tumeh. A person can get tummy, A Jew can get tummy. Okay. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. When an animal, a kosher animal, is shechted, there's no tumma. Yeah, because it's, it's part of the chain of, of ktusha. Even though it's dead. It's, in other words, it's not considered dead. It's really a hechsher for eating, so it's different. Which is the only reason we're a lot of shecht. The only reason we're a lot of kill take the life of an animal is because of that. Who gives you a right to kill an animal? If you talk of killing an animal, you're not allowed to. That's why when I eat meat or chicken, if I'm like an animal, then I should be a vegan. No, I'm serious. Yeah, just like the animal was a vegan, a vegetarian, I should also be. If, I, if I'm, yeah, if I'm, if I'm like an animal when I'm eating, why are you better than the? The ox ate grass. The, the deer ate. The, the, the sheep ate grass. You also eat grass in your in your Muncie house. The, the, the deer deer eat grass, Emma. So you eat the same thing. Who we'll give you a right to eat animals? Animals shouldn't eat animals unless you're a predator, but then you're not kosher. Ooh, if you're a person, if you're a mm-hmm. now it's different. Now you can eat it. Now the animal says, okay, I'm happy. If you're going to digest me and bring me back to the divine, now I'm happy to be part of that food chain. But if you're not in that position, if I sit and I'm dressing cholent or spare ribs like a behemoth, yeah, so then I should be a vegetarian. I mean, the slaughterhouse the way going... Big it doesn't look like you're too happy. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the behind <laughs> it Wow, that's a very, very. True. Yes, Reb Meir Prim Shlan once said, and I'm not saying that this is a halacha, but he said this. It's just good to know how some Jews thought. He said that if you eat meat and while you're eating, you don't feel like the behema when they slaughtered it, you're not allowed to eat meat. That's, if while you're eating meat, you don't feel like the behemoth during the shitta you're not allowed to eat meat. If you're not you're not in the mental space that you're allowed to eat meat. For you, it's cruelty. You are a you are a sadistic, barbarian, narcissistic fresser. So it means if you don't feel like you, yeah. Now I'm not saying this halacha, and I'm not uh, but I want you to understand how some Jews thought about it that's it. There's many but wouldn't eat. so that's terrible how was simplicity we have do you think about slaughtering no no he meant he meant the sensitivity he didn't mean that there's a knife in it no no creation yeah the behemoth gave up his, he's not talking about the pain. Said, the behemoth gave up his life. This is his place. See your place. You're not just, you don't own the meat and you're sitting here on your, on your, on your chair and the meat is, fills your stomach. There's a sensitivity. It's not the last stop yet. It's not the last stop. Very well. The meat shouldn't end up here. You have to bring it back to the source. If the last stop is my stomach. If he was was eaten for the purpose, if there is a a me, also there. Exactly. He gave his life for this purpose. What are you giving? The behemoth gave his life so that you can eat it. What are you giving? (laughs) Afres. What are you giving? Afres, that's what you're giving? Where's your betel? That's what he's saying. Where's your betel? Why suddenly do you become the narcissist? The whole world serves you. And I'm the knife. Everyone is feeding me. Why does it stop here? He says, it doesn't. You're right. You're a robber. You're a thief. Unless it doesn't stop by you. It goes back to the source. Why is it different from plants? It's not. Plants, the same thing. But we see clearly that with plants, it's a little easier. When you're eating lettuce, you don't feel so uh, narcissistic, right? But you're right. Same thing. Very close and tall horror we also become the Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The previous Labavitcher Rebbe said he was once a child. He was walking with his father. They were taking a stroll and he tore off a uh, a leaf from a tree to play with it. His father looked at him and said in Yiddish, Why is your eye, why do you think your eye is more significant than his eye. That you're walking, and just, you're bored, so you could just tear it off. Like, where's your sensitivity to another living organism? Now, that's fascinating. Well, who does, I'm walking in the street. In other words, if, if it doesn't stop there, we do harvest fruits, we do harvest trees. But why? They're alive. They're alive. The answer is the tree releases its grip on the fruit, you know, when a fruit becomes ripe. The tree releases its grip. It's much easier because the tree is saying, come, take me. But take me so that you could complete a cycle, not that you should become, uh, self-absorbed. That's the difference of clay charis or ossilicabala, not ossilicabala. It doesn't stop here. This is not your final destination. My brother told me he stopped using, using GPS years ago. Why? He was going to a cemetery. And he arrived and says, you arrived at your final destination. <laughs> yeah. When you arrived at your final destination, it means you're dead. If the meat arrived at its final destination, it means you're spiritually dead. The meat didn't arrive at your final destination. You eat, and then you say, Shema Yisrael HaShem Ulekein And now the meat goes back to Echad. Now you arrived at your final destination. like last <laughs> during year. Really? Okay. So you can eat today as much as you want about it. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.